Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Welcome to Stuff and Things Airlines, your friendly, friendly folks guiding you through the uh, sky of podcasts out there. We know you have a lot of uh, available options for podcasts, but we uh, do thank you for uh, listening with us today. Of course, I have my uh, co-pilot here. Your name, sir? 
my name is Chewy. And of course, uh, my name is Ian. And I, uh, we are now uh, cruising uh, at an altitude of about 3,000 feet. We're going to be starting our descent shortly uh, from the Denver airport into, uh, into hell because uh, this podcast is uh, going to go to some dark, uh, dark places. Uh, as you may have noticed, the uh, seatbelt sign is on. So please fasten your seatbelts. It will be a bumpy ride. Please uh, make sure to be mindful of children and make sure to escort them out of the car or wherever you are listening to our fine airline podcasts before and, uh, removing yourself. If you uh, look out the window to your left, you'll see uh, fire and brimstone and maybe some small demons with pitchforks. As we make our descent into hell, uh, we want to thank you for listening with us today. And remind you, there are a couple ways you can reach out to us if you uh, do like flying with us. Way number one is uh, we do have a website. It's uh, stephanthingspodcast.com slash airlines, but there's no slash airlines. Uh, it's a Tumblr website, and you can actually go on there and follow us on Tumblr. Uh, we also do have um, various social media accounts, such as Twitter, where you can reach us at at sadpodcast. If uh, you're more interested in reaching out to us individually as uh, co-pilots, you can reach me uh ian at uh, at i rich that's at i r i uh, t c h and uh for chewy you can reach me at uh at c h e w p a c a b r a that spells out uh chupacabra you can also uh reach us uh via the old way via email if you'd like uh, at uh, stuff and things uh, podcast at uh, gmail.com as well as we are on instagram as well at a uh, sad podcast and also uh facebook uh, there's some other shows you can listen to at stuffandthingsnetwork.com slash airlines, but minus slash airlines. Uh, we want to thank you, and we want you to know that there is a second part of the podcast from last week coming up. Uh, we want you to sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the show. Uh, bing bong. So we begin with photo number one. Okay. Uh, Chewy, explain to the folks at home what you see. Um, I see what appears to be a picture of a woman. Uh, it's like a Dutch tilt, so it's like kind of like at an angle. She's holding up her hands kind of like the way you would be like, no, stop. But it kind of looks half-assed, like mm-hmm. not not like, no, don't, or not like, no, don't. It looks kind of like, oh, please don't, stop. Okay. And now, by the way, there's you boys like and, you boys water and in the background. Uh, actually, it's she, grass. It looks like she's under a pier or like at a building okay. or something. Now, but if you boys and girls at home can look along with these, it's on Answers.com. The name of this article again: Fifteen Disturbing Photos with Horrifying Backstories. So if you guys want to read along with us, so this Chewy is a photo as a picture of Regina K. Walters taken when she was fourteen years old. Give me this these pictures too, so that I can. I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna tweet these pictures. Oh, God no, damn it! Nope, no, no. Let them look them up. So this was taken at fourteen years old. Taken by serial killer Robert Ben Rhodes, who was later discovered to be driving around the country in his 18-wheeler with a torture chamber in the back. Holy shit. This photo was taken where- So he had like a fucking mobile BTK? Yeah. Yep. The BTK lounge? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This photo was taken where Rhodes would eventually kill Walters after cutting her hair while making her wear a black dress and heels. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. That's so fucking weird. Isn't it? Oh God! Keep going. She with was it. killed in an abandoned hut in Illinois. What? Why does she look so like? Because I look at this picture, it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like she's terrified. It doesn't look like she's angry. It doesn't look like she's worried. It looks like she's annoyed. It kind of like probably the, feels nothing, dude. The only way I could describe it is it looks like. It looks like that couple. You know, where there's like a girl and a guy or whatever, and the girl is clearly just with the guy because she doesn't want to break up with him or something like that. And he's like, mm-hmm. Oh, let me get a picture of you. You look beautiful. And she's like, Please, please just don't. Fine. Whatever. Like, just don't. <laughs> it's fucked up, man, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's, right. that's fucking the fucking weird. tip of the iceberg. We're going to get so, weird. And some of these, you'll, that, some that of these you'll know, but it gives us an opportunity name? to revisit some things. What's the guy's name? Uh, I don't have it up here. Hold on. Pull it back up. Um, it's like something Rhodes? Uh, Robert Ben Rhodes. What the, fu- what the fuck else does he do? Uh, like, what has he done? Like, how many people did he kill? I don't like, have any of that this? information. We can look that up later. What's his? Okay, let me write down his name here. Robert Ben Rhodes. Robert. R-H-O-A-D-E-S. Yeah, hold on. Not to bet Robert. 
Robert. Robert it was did Robert. It. it was Robert. Robert did it. Robert Ben. Ben Rhodes. Rhodes. Right. R-H-O-D-E-S. Correct. So we have another photo here. Chewy, can you tell me what's in this photo? Okay. So this looks like um it looks like security footage mm-hmm. um of Either a mall. By the way, this episode is not going to be a happy one, guys. So fucking strap in. Fuck. It's where we talked about some fucked up shit. Um, In fact, we call the episode that fucked up shit. (laughs) Fucked up shit. Um, It looks like some security footage of a. It looks like a mall. It looks like for. It looks really blurry and fuzzy. So I'm gonna say it's like older. I'm gonna take a fucking guess. Okay. I'm going to take a guess. And what happened here? Okay. My guess is, and this is with no prior knowledge, I can't like read the file name or anything like that, but just now that with the one that you showed me, my educated guess is this is um, John Walsh's kid. No. Ah. Worse than that. Really? The toddler in this photo, the little boy with his hand being held, okay. is James Bulger. Okay. Bulger. He's being led away from his mother by one of two 10-year-old boys who abducted and would later murder him. Wait. So this is... The little boy who's holding his hand is a 10-year-old boy who would later murder him. Oh, shit. I thought that was like his mom taking him away from the boys. And you can see because there's a height difference between an adult and this boy. Well, I thought that guy was just further away. Nope. At the trial, it was established that... So they fucking took this little kid and killed him? Yes, they did. Why? Uh, I don't know. At the trial, it was established that at this location, one of the boys threw blue humbral modeling paint, which had been shoplifted earlier into Bulger's left eye. They kicked him and stomped on him and threw bricks and stones at him. Batteries were placed in Bulger's mouth. Shit. Police believed some batteries may have been also inserted into his anus. Why? Because fucking people are fucked up. No, but I want because these Finally, two kids that did it were ten. Yeah, people are fucked up. Where did they know the kid from before? It doesn't say, dude. That's what makes this even more mysterious and weird. What was this kid's name? Bob uh, Bulger. Bulger. His name was um, his name is James Bulger. James you can look up the case. You want oh more? God. Um, finally, a 22-pound iron bar described in court as a railway fish plate was dropped on him. Bulger suffered Shit. 10 skull fractures, and as a result of the iron bar striking his head, Dr. Alan Williams, the case's path pathologist, said that Bulger suffered so many injuries that none could be isolated as the fatal blow. Oh, my God. Fucking weird, Why right? are you... Why? Why, why are we talking about this? Yes. Because it's fucking fascinating. God damn, why would... Because look at these photos. They're so innocuous. Like, what's going to fucking happen with this guy? 10-year-old children murder a small child like that? Because people are fucked up, dude. All right, so what's this photo of? Okay, so this looks... It looks like a proto-selfie. So like an old selfie Mm -hmm. where the main focus is this dude and he's like smoldering into the camera. And then, like on the bottom right pic, on the bottom right corner of the picture, it looks like a woman's face kind of peeking in. Um, you know, like if you were to take, oh, let's take a picture together. But this is probably before they could see the picture they were taking, so it was off center. Um, my guess is he killed her. At one thirty on a Saturday afternoon, seventeen-year-old high school dropout Tyler Hadley posted a notice on his Facebook page, letting all his friends know that there would be a party at his house that night. Okay. He decided the festivity his festivity would be a whole lot less fun if his parents were around. So oh, Tyler decided to take care of that small inconvenience. Oh my god. Later that afternoon, Hadley attacked his parents with a framing hammer, beating Blake and Mary Joe Hadley about the head and torso until they were dead. Shit. Dude. Then he dragged their bodies into a bedroom and used books, files, and towels to cover their bodies and locked the door. Dude. Between 40 and 60 people showed up for the party that night. And no one fucking like found the bodies nope. like that night? I don't think so, no. Fuck, dude. This guy like... <sighs> so this next photo, I'm okay, not going to okay, show this you is right fucked away. Up. This guy's fucked up, right? He's fucked up. Yeah, oh, for but sure. But I'm just going to say, <sighs> he really likes to fucking party. Yeah, he like, does. He is the party animal. Yes. Like... So that's why I'm going to... Like, because honestly, dude... Like, I've wanted to party, and I've, like, I mean, 
we've known people and we see it in movies yeah. and you hear it like, oh, so-and-so, you know, like told his parents like something and they left the house or whatever and he got them out of the house or I'm sure people probably like duped their parents and be oh, yeah, like, hey, um, you know, with their like siblings being like, I want you to go like do something to distract like mom and dad so mm -hmm. we can have this party or like... You know, oh, I'm sick. I have to stay home for yeah. the trip. You know, mm -hmm. and just shit like that. I'm sure there's even probably been people that have like tied up their parents, probably, and yeah. like hidden them away or something like that, or, or or drugged their parents to be like so they're passed out during the party. But this guy is literally willing to kill. Yes, for a party. Yes, for not for like oh like just for life. Just like mm -hmm. I really want to have this party, but my parents are gonna be there. I know. I'll fucking kill them. Would you like to go to Carl's Jr. for lunch, babe? That's so fucked up, right? All right, this one he I'm not going to show you the photo first. He's the party king. Because the explanation for his photo is not What if that was his fucking like serial killer name? Not his serial killer the name. Party but king. what if they call him like the. So, like, was it Hadley? Hadley dubbed the, the party, party king, king had brutally beaten his mother and father. Oh, God. And like. That would be like such a fucked up villain. Yes. Think about it. Like some guy was like, hey, it's like when Joker in like Batman. It's like when Joker. It's like when Joker, like fucking Joker like comes in. He's like, hey, fool, want to fucking get down, Holmes? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, fool, this fucking drink and like smoke and call over some highness. But then what he meant by get down was like fucking kill you, Holmes. Um <laughs> No, it's like one of the fucking jokers. Like, you know, you have the parade and everyone comes out. They're like, look, there's balloons and parade and they this can't be bad. And then they oh, all they get went, You know why they went? You remember why they went there, right? Yeah. For money. Money. He's free throwing money. out free money to the people of Gotham. Because the Batman won't do that. Exactly. Batman believes you need to work for your money. <laughs> yeah. <It's a> dirty, <laughs> dirty capitalist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking... What was he gonna say? But, like, could you imagine if there's, like, this villain? And, like, what he did is he's like, oh, I'm like a... Like a, what is it? Not a humanitarian, but um, it's like those people that, philanthropist. Yes. Like I'm a philanthropist and like instead of giving money, like I want to give happiness. So like let's like, I'm going to have this huge gala, you know, and everyone's invited. It's going to be free. There's going to be food, music and shit like that. And then like that's his way of luring certain people there. And then like those people are never seen again Weird, and shit right? like that. Like, it's like some fucking, like, cover-up. Like, his parties are the fucking Denver International Airport <laughs> of, like, the murder scene. Oh, the murder God. scene. The murder scene. Is that like, a, like, is that like a popular thing? People? Yeah. Oh, I'm really into the murder scene right Really now. into the murder scene? I mean, some people are into the craft beer movement, but me, I'm, I'm into the murder scene. I um, mean... Just saying, uh, latent fingerprints are kind of my uh, my right. specialty. So this is going to get pretty fucked up here. I'm not going to show you this picture first. I'm going to tell you the story because it gives it more impact once you see the photo. 19-year-old Tara Calico left her home at 9.30 a.m. in Bellin, New yeah. Mexico on the morning of September 20th, 1988. Okay. To go home on her normal 34-mile bike ride. Okay. 34 miles. Her wow. normal 34. Yes. Like, that's just her yes. like, oh, it's I'm just going to go. Yep. Correct. Um, and here we she, are, like, I have to walk, like, a quarter of a mile. I'm a right. fat ass. She was last seen riding her neon pink huffy bicycle with yellow control cables and sidewalls on her on your usual route along yeah. Highway 47 when she vanished with yeah. a suspicious vehicle following her. Oh, shit. Tara's bicycle has never been recovered, and she's never been found. Her tape recorder and Sony Walkman that listened to music uh, she listened to music on was found by her mother Patty the next day. And although there have been several reported sightings of Tara in the southern United States in 1988 and 1989, none of the sightings could be confirmed, and her case yeah. remains unsolved. Okay. On, Ju on June fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. A Polaroid showing two. So this is one year later. Yes. Okay. A Polaroid showing two. Bound and gagged teenagers. Oh fuck! Was found in Port Port Saint Joe, Florida. Shit. The photo was found near a convenience store where a white Toyota cargo van had been parked. The girl in the photo was believed to be Tara. Oh fuck! The boy in the photo with her was believed to be another missing New Mexico youth named Michael Henley. Oh my god! Fucked up, right? What the fuck, dude? People are fucking weird and gross and disgusting. It's and fucked up, dude. The world's a fucking dark place, Chewy. 
Shit. The world's dark place. All right, this one is is is. Like, is a I can't f- even fucking turn that into. I'm trying to like no, you, make jokes out of this. Isn't some a, this shit. isn't gonna be a fun. This is this is episode 89, Chewy. Shit's getting real before episode 100. How do I? How you can't do make a name this fucking episode. The fucked up one. It. Call it the fucked up one. Oh I'm my telling God. you. Um, all right, number five. Yeah. Remember, the show's not always have to be funny, Chewy. Yeah, that's true. This is gonna be the serious one. We'll give a disclaimer okay. beforehand. God. In March 1993, while on a trip to Sudan, photographer Kevin Carter was preparing to photograph this, which was this photo right here. The starving toddler trying to reach a feeding center when a hooded vulture landed nearby. Carter reported taking the picture because it was, quote, his job title and living. He was told not to touch the children for fear of transmitting disease. Oh, fuck. Now, the photo isn't even what's really fucked up about this. You ready yeah. for the shit? He committed, committed suicide three months after winning the Pulitzer Prize. Sold to the New York Times, the photograph fuck. first appeared on 26th of March, 1983. Yeah. It was carried in many other newspapers around the world. Hundreds of people contacted the newspaper to ask the fate of the girl. The paper reported that it was unknown whether she had managed to reach the feeding center. Yeah. In April 1994, the photograph won the Pulitzer Prize for feature photography. Shit, dude. I feel like, wouldn't, why wouldn't you just, like, at that, like, state, like, take the picture or whatever, fine, and then, like, take the child and, like, oh, the, like, fucking, you know, diseases or whatever? Well, it's that line, dude. It's that line of what's disturbing nature and what's not. But yeah, it's fucked up because in this scenario, that's yeah. a human being. Exactly. What, what I'm just what that's probably that honestly, if I was that dude, yeah. that's what would rack my brain and probably drive me to suicide. Like, is that I essentially treated a human being in a sense like an animal? Well, but the thing is, like I'm saying, like okay, in nature, a lion eats a gazelle, right? You know, in nature, like just nature, nature, like you know, uh, a vulture would find like a dying animal, wait for it to die, and like, you know, whatever. But like with something like that, with one vulture, with one, let's say, you know, dead body, right? Like you could prevent it and you kind of have an incentive. It's not like a wounded lion, you know, or, or, or I'm sorry, a wounded gazelle there that's already been attacked and it's dying and then the vultures are flying overhead. It's a kid that you could literally just pick up take somewhere and be like, this per- this person needs help. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, well, the diseases or whatever, it's like fucking take your shirt off. You know, I'm sure you're probably wearing, like you probably have a jacket or something or whatever where you can like wrap the kid up so you're not touching the kid and then like take them, you know, somewhere or something like that. Yeah, I know. But like, oh, fuck, dude. But he, actually, you want to get fucking real. I, I got something for you after this then. All right. After okay. all these pictures. All right. I'm going to punish you. (laughs) Photo number six. I'm not going to show you this one either. On May Day, just after leaving her fiance, 23-year-old Evelyn McHale wrote a note. He is much better off without me. I wouldn't make a good wife for anybody. She then went to the observatory platform of the Empire State Building and jumped. Oh, fuck. In her desperate determination, she leaped clear of the setbacks and hit a United Nations limousine parked at the curb. Oh, God. Across the street, Photographers or photography student Robert Wiles heard an explosive crash just four minutes after Evelyn McHale's death. Wiles got this picture of death of death's violent uh, of, of this picture of death's violent violence and its composure. You ready for this shit? Oh God! It's not as violent as violent as you think it is. It's actually kind of strangely beautiful. It's weird. It's gonna be liquid, isn't it? Oh no! No! Wow! She's fully formed. Shit, dude. Weird, I honestly right? would have expected her to be like liquid. The serenity like, of Mikhail's body amidst the crumpled wreckage is is it caused is astounding. It honestly looks like you're looking in a casket. Yeah, you know she's got a cut above her eye. Yeah, she's got a cut, but above it's her not eye. gory at all. Yeah, it's not gory at all. It's just like I mean, I mean, if yeah. we lifted her up, I'm sure we'd see some shit. Yeah, yeah, but but fuck, all that milk dude. drinking back then. Mid strong bones, but like it's this one weirded me out. I just looked at it for a while. I was like, this yeah. is kind of creepily beautiful in a weird way. Yeah, like it's this, fucked up. Uh, but honestly, like I feel bad because she's such a pretty lady too. It's unfortunate. Like the photography student, just gonna say this. Tip of the hat. Good work. Tip of the hat because it's kind a well composed photo. Mm-hmm. But 
Fuck, dude. All right, this one I'm going to let you guess on. Okay. Okay. So this looks like a photo of a photo of a dude. And I can't tell. To me, it looks like the photo in this photo is wet and not like the actual dude is. It looks. No. No, it's just. It's, it's he's just, looking, it's he's just looking through glass and there's like water on the glass. I feel. Oh, shit. What this kind of looks like to me is like if you're looking through uh, have you ever been to like those olympic pools like the dive pools mm-hmm. where there's like glass yes. you can see under mm-hmm. it it looks like this dude's underwater and he has this kind of look on his face like why or like he's sad and my guess is he is submerged in water and this photo was taken and then he died this is the last photo of Travis Alexander Taken moments before Jody Arias murdered him. Oh, wow. She showed up. They fooled around. Yeah. Hopped in the shower. Okay. Where she took a bunch of photos of him. Oh, fuck. She snapped this photo and then killed him right after. That's weird. On June 9th, 2008, Alexander's body was discovered by his friends in a shower at his home in Mesa, Arizona. Alexander has sustained 27 to 29 stab wounds. Shit. And had his throat slit. And suffered a fatal gunshot wound to the head. So, did he like cheat on her or something? Maybe. I don't or no, that's a great question. This one, you, this photo, you might be familiar with. I'll, I'll show it to you. Are you familiar with this gentleman? No. Okay, let me tell you about okay, this. Okay, so my guess. So it looks like uh, the dude looks a bit unkempt. He looks like maybe he's homeless or a drifter or maybe he's just one of those like nature guys and like nature and whatever. And like maybe not shower every day. Like he's holding a piece of paper. It looks like that I can't read and he's waving and smiling at the camera like, hey, what's up? It looks like he might be hitchhiking. It looks like he might be waiting for someone. So I have two guesses. Okay. One is that he's a hitchhiker trying to get somewhere. And this is someone taking a picture from the car, and then they pick him up and kill him. Or two is that he was, you know, a hitchhiker or like a homeless guy or whatever, and these people befriended him and like, oh, let's take you in, like, or let's get you like a bite to eat or something like that. And then they took a picture of him or whatever, and then later he ended up murdering them. So this picture is of Chris McCann is is, is yeah. Chris McCandless. Final self-taken photo. Oh, after, self-taken. After venturing into the Alaskan wilderness. Oh, so fuck. now you know what this is, right? No. He's the inspiration for the film Into the Wild. Okay. Uh, soon after I never this, saw that movie. That's oh, why. you should watch. You should see that. It's really haunting, but it's good. Soon after this photo was taken, he was found dead in an abandoned camper, starved to death, and a skeletal appearance and crazed grin on his face. Oh, shit. So let me tell you what happened, at least according to the movie. He ate Wait, beer. so he had like a smile on his face? Yeah. Probably because he was, he kind of, this guy like basically was a, a college graduate. Yeah. Dropped out and essentially just became, he just wandered the world. Yeah. And like befriended people. Yeah. It's really kind of like creepily inspiring, but at the very yeah. end of it, he ventures alone into the wilderness in Alaska and he finds this abandoned, well, I guess in the real world, it's a camper. Yeah. yeah. And so he just lives out of it and he tries to make it on his own all by himself. Yeah. But he ends up realizing that he needs people. But by the time he realizes it's too late, like he kills a moose, but then he can't keep the meat from getting like rotten. And then yeah. he um, he accidentally misreads a, a manual that yeah. talks about things to eat in the wild. And he accidentally eats poisonous berries, which cause him to starve to death, oh, cause him shit. to not be able to ingest food. Yeah. And that's why he looks gaunt and sickly. Shit, dude. But yeah, this is the last photo that he took of himself. That's crazy. Before, the, yeah, before they found him. Dude, I saw this video recently. Um, it there's a, this web series I think on YouTube called Off the Grid, mm-hmm. um, or Living Off the Grid. I can't remember. And basically, what it does, it's like they're shorter episodes. I think like they're mm-hmm. like around like six minutes or yeah. so, and um, they go to like people's houses or people who live off the grid. Mm-hmm. So like they'll. Check out, you know, okay, so where do you live? How do you live? That sort of stuff. It, it doesn't seem like it's people who are like, gotta stay off the grid. Ah, government's watch me. Ah, 
Like it doesn't seem like it's that. Yeah. It seems like it's people like, you know, I just wanted to like remove myself from all the noise, like more like nature and like beauty mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there was this dude, I forget his name, but he was like in the eighties, especially like, um, a really prominent like snowboarder. And like, he was really good and he was like on a snowboard team and they would win like medals and championships. But he's like, and then I remember like we started getting sponsorships from like companies that had nothing to do with snowboarding and had nothing to do with like the interest in like the actual sport, etc. So he's like, I just kind of removed myself from competing and like, yeah, he, he said like, he's like, he would make tons of money and he's like, I bought this, like whatever it was, I think he's like. 4,500 square foot house and like, you know, I had like the fancy cars and this and this and that, but he's like, it just felt like all these things did was consume more of my time and more of my energy rather than, you know, giving me more of that or making me happier. And so eventually what he ended up doing was he's like, I still loved snowboarding, but I didn't want to be part of the competition and, and all that stuff. So what I ended up doing was becoming a snowboarding photographer. Mm -hmm. So he would snowboard and photograph. He would shoot uh, his friends. He would shoot himself while he was, like, snowboarding. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, back before, like, selfie sticks and GoPros and all that shit. So you would see, like, a picture of him, like, from his hand, which I would assume would be with, like, a big fucking SLR camera. And it you could see he's probably a good... 20 feet off the ground like mm-hmm. in the air midair like having gone off a jump and you see like his shadow on the ground below him and and shit like that and like he's doing all that stuff but his house he had this house built and he built it himself and i mean it's like made from stone from like mm-hmm. rocks mm-hmm. and like he they're, they're asking him about the design because the design's pretty interesting it's not a cabin it's this weird, it's a small house. It's like almost like if we said, okay, the house is going to be the size of this room that we're in right now. Maybe including your bathroom and your closets or whatever. But that's his whole house. Wow. And like inside the house, at least, there's no toilet. Mm-hmm. He's got like an outhouse outside. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's got this one little like like bench that he made of stone inside that like... um it's just like a seat or whatever, but he uses that as his shower area oh, okay. and shit like that. And they're like, the shape is weird. And he's like, yeah, I had it built specifically. Like, you know, if you look like my house has like these like five points, it's like kind of like a Pentagon, you know? And like, also like, you'll see like, you know, it reminds me of this and that he starts going a little bit more into like that, like deeper, like architectural and like geometric uh-huh. stuff. And he's like, that's what that star, like, he has, like, a stained glass, like, star uh-huh. like, as a window. And he's like, it casts, like, a shadow on the ground. It's cool. And there's this one point in the center of his house where there's, like, a pentagon. Uh-huh. And, like, he says at, like, I forgot what time exactly, but at some precise time. It matches up? On his birthday every year. Like, when the sun goes through it, the shadow cast by the star matches up inside oh, that that's pentagon. that's awesome. You know, and he's like, so that's like what made it like personal to me and stuff like that. I'm like, that's fucking rad. Cause this guy, like he built it with his friends. Oh, wow. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to hire this company and figure this out. I want it to do this. It, he did he just it. happened he, to do it. He and his friends built a ski lift, a working ski lift uh-huh. in like eight weeks. Wow. He's like, yeah, it just takes, you know, some of my friends and we did it or whatever. And like, this, it's just like fucking crazy so i think like there's some great like mystical value in like living off the grid and communing with nature for sure but definitely i think you could take it too far or be unprepared for it agreed you know it's kind of like you got to have that tether you know at least now the way everything is now yeah but speaking of living off the grid you might be familiar with this photo okay oh shit you know this one yeah this is jonestown right no oh no it's waco uh yeah so um okay. March twenty sixth nineteen ninety seven brought the grizzly disco- uh brought the grizzly discovery that thirty nine members of the Heaven's Gate cult had committed mass suicide believing their souls would be transported to a spaceship traveling uh tra- trailing the Hale Bop comet remember this yeah 
They were all wearing the same thing, including a specific model of Nike athletic shoes. Heaven's Gate, a group led by a man who called himself Doe or Do, and believed he was a descendant of Jesus Christ, brought the bizarre, delusional world of UFO-related cults to the attention of the outside world. Do you think like he ever said like Do the Do? Maybe. <laughs> He's like, come on, man, do the like that was his way of like seducing like women like in the fucking cult. He'd be like. Come on. It's crazy you, though, dude. Those are dead bodies. Don't you want They're all wearing the same Nikes. Don't you want to do the do? Good Lord. Dude, um, but like, so was this Waco or was this? I think else? this is different. Heaven's Gate's different. Okay. Um, the founder of the cult, Marshall Applewhite, told his followers the he world. Sa- he sounds like a cult leader. I'm just going to say yep. his name. Yep. Marshall Applewhite. Yes. Uh, told uh. his followers that the world was due to be, quote, wiped clean by the alien founders and that they needed to leave the earth. Uh. Scary. Dude, have you ever. This one, See, arguably, like, I think this is one out. of the most fucked up ones. That doesn't one. weird me out because, like, I've been like in not a morgue, but it was a room full of dead bodies. Yeah, but the fact that those people were alive and they purposely all killed themselves. Yeah, that's, that's what's fucking crazy and creepy. Yeah. All right, this one's gonna be fucked up and weird. Ready for this? Yeah. Oh, all right. That's pretty terrifying. So tell these folks. T- tell tell the uh, um, folks at home what you're seeing. So this is an. It looks like an older photo. It's black and white. It looks like it's been repeatedly enhanced or tried to like enhance it. Um, how, how old do you think that woman is? This woman, based on the fact that you're asking me this question, I'm going to say she's probably not as old as she looks. My guess would be based on her appearance, I would say she's probably, assuming she's like not like, oh, she's got some disease that's killing her. Like, I would say, uh, even then, I mean, I don't think a healthy person would look the way that she does. I would say probably in her 80s to, you know, like 70s or 80s, but definitely not healthy. Um, I feel like it looks like she's being kept against her will because she looks like you can see her bones, like, and clearly has just bones. Yep. So this is Blanche Monner, 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 okay. Monner, M-O-N-N-I-E-R, French. Okay. She's French. Yep. What, what was it? Monner? Yeah. Monner, Monner. Monner. A French woman who was kept Monner. hostage for 24 years Shit. in a locked room, covered room, where yeah. she was forced to live in her own waste. Oh my God. She was rescued in 1901 after the police received a letter detailing how a lady, a lady had been held hostage in France. Yeah. She went to the home. They went to the home and discovered an anorexic Blanche Monnier yeah. living in a pool of excrement and trash on a couch in an upstairs room. Shit. The fifty-five pound, forty-nine-year-old Blanche. No. That does not look like a forty-nine-year-old no. woman. Um, was I hiding under the sheets, yeah. terrified. This is the part that fucked me up. Yeah. She had not seen sunlight in twenty-four years. So it wasn't even like, oh, it's the windows boarded up and there's like kind of sun rays coming yeah, in. It's like, nope. Shit. Did they say why she was kept? They just, hostage? she was, uh, no, no. That's, that, that's what makes these so fucking mysterious. She was like, oh, the fuck. fuck happened? Dude, that's fucked up. All right, this one's, this one's kind of weird. Yeah. This one's kind of dark. Well, they're all pretty fucking So dark. what are we seeing here? Oof. This looks like someone on a hike took a picture of someone else on a hike going around a boulder. Like either maybe like it's got like a very thin, narrow ledge and the person ahead is trying to narrowly get like, you can only see, you can't see their face or their head. You just see them like holding the boulder. Like if they're just rounding the corner. Yeah. Um, I mean, my instinct says this person was trying to round the corner slipped fell died all that stuff and this person took a picture but it also seems like an odd thing to take a picture of you know someone rounding the corner i feel like this person going around the boulder was being watched and then the person who took the photo killed them or something two friends 22 year old friends sailor gullums and brendan vega went hiking together in march of this year yeah in santa barbara county california okay the path they'd chosen wasn't very well lit. Yeah. And the two had fallen and injured themselves repeatedly. Yeah. When hours of cries for help proved unsuccessful, Vega left his friend to go and seek assistance. Along the along the way, a young man stumbled off a rocky cliff and fell to his death. The next day, another set of hikers were in the area taking photos of their adventure. Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, notes to them, Gollum's can be seen in the background of the pictures. She has red curly hair laying face down in the mud, unable to move with a broken arm and two broken ankles and several other compound fractures. Oh, shit. Enlarge it. Let me see this. Uh, let me show you. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's this photo, but it's a different photo. I think this is a more close-up photo. Huh. Um, or this is like their photo that they took. So this is a photo that was taken by the two hikers that were injured that died. I think so. Yes. Or was this the one that the I don't think this hiker- is the one where she's in the puddle of mud because obviously there's no puddle of mud. I think this was this is where this is the photo that they that the two kids who take they took it before they. Yeah, because it doesn't look. I can't see anybody in the background. Yeah, no, I don't think it's that far. I looked yeah. in that one for a while. Okay, this one. This one's fucking crazy. Okay. I think you know what's happening okay. here. Oh it's shit! Fairly clear. Oh. So what fuck. do you see? Hold on. What do you see? Enlarge it, dude. Uh, what do you see in this photo first? I mean, based on what this looks like, it looks like a family. They they're getting their picture taken. And behind them, there's a dude looks like pointing. I mean, you can't see a shape of it, but the way he's holding his hands looks like he's holding a gun directly at the camera and shooting a gun. You just see a white circle where you would expect to see anything. So I'm guessing that's the flash of the gun or like the bullet or something like that. Philippine counselor Ronaldo Dagza was celebrating New Year's Eve with his family and yeah. gathering loved ones together for a photograph to commemorate the, the, the occasion. Little did he know, his assassin would step into the frame of that picture a yeah. split second before squeezing the trigger that would end their life. Shit. Crazy, right? Politician Fuck. helped get the shooter in the, in the photo jailed for car theft. His compliance, or his accomplice, I'm sorry, can also be seen in the top right of the photo just behind D- Doug's wife, daughter, and his mother-in-law. That's oh, the fuck. that other dude in the yep. background. Well, what's weird is like you don't see a gun in his hands. It looks like he's holding his hands just like this. Uh-huh. And then there's just like a little white circle here. And we could say, oh, well, the white circle's blocking out the gun, but it looks like... So it's like essentially like I took a picture of the thing that was about to kill him. Yeah, dude. It's crazy, right? That's insane. That's right. fucked up. This one. Uh, that does not Pay very close good. attention to that. Yeah. So, what do you see here? I see what appears to be three scuba divers. One in the center of the frame looking, I think, at the camera. Mm-hmm. One behind him to his right swimming downward. Like and and across like the photo, uh-huh. and then one diver that seems to be very deep on the bottom left hand corner it looks more just like a shadow of the person. So my guess is they're taking a picture of this dude. The other person died, and the other person swimming to their aid. This photo was taken by Gary Stemper of his wife, the lady in the foreground, the closest yeah. one. Uh-huh. The other two divers pictured are Tina Watson and a rescue diver. Uh huh. Tina and her husband Gabe, an Alabama couple, had yeah. chosen Australia for their honeymoon site to do some diving at the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. But this was a dive from which Tina would never surface alive. The husband's story is that strong currents pulled her under, and upon swimming to her after her distress signal, Tina knocked his uh, Tina knocked his mask loose, and by the time he recovered, she was sinking too quickly. Shit. He surfaced for help and also later claimed that an ear issue prevented him from diving deeper to retrieve her and that he hadn't been properly trained for a situation like that. Wait a minute. So this lady in the in, in the front is not... No, it's the lady in the back that they're looking at. That's the one we're talking about. That's a rescue diver on the left. And on the, and on the bottom well, Who's in the center? That's another lady. Has nothing to do with the story. Okay, so how... Other than her husband is the one who took this photo. Okay, so what I want to know is, oh, so it was like a group of scuba divers. Yep. And then on that boat, they had a rescue diver. I thought yep. it was like a rescue diver, like nope, independent. I'm like, why are they letting these people scuba dive next to the site of this shit? Oh, that's fucked up. Conflicting statements by Watson led to an investigation, and Queensland prosecutors suggested that he turned off his wife's air regulator. Like he... Sabotage her and bear hugged her until she lost consciousness. Consciousness, oh, then turned it back on and resurfaced. Oh my god! All right, two more photos. This one you're going to be familiar with. This one I know you're going to know off the bat. Most fucked up one, safe for last though. This one you're going to know off the bat. Okay. Um, 
Shit, I can't really see it all that well. From Oh, there's a lot. No, that's a lot of dead bodies. So what do you think that is? Uh, this looks like Waco. No. No? Nope. Uh, that, my good friend. Because I was going to say, it looks like tire tracks like through... The People's Temple Agricultural Project, okay. led by the charismatic leader, Jim Jones. Oh, so this is Jones. Had an astonishing 918 people Shit, dude. take their own lives. Like from this aerial photo, it just looks like trash and litter on the ground because there's so many people. There's so many fucking people. This is oh why when God. I watched that documentary, all those yeah. episodes ago, I was terrified. Look at that. Oh, my God. It's fucking crazy. Literally, so and they're just people. it's like and they're not even like it's not even like oh they're like scattered around no they're yeah. like grouped together and yeah. there's even more probably underneath that structure so like all these dudes or all these dudes, women, ladies, dudes ladies people ladies children killed themselves. Look, there's a little kid right there do you see that yeah. on the curve of the road there there's a child right there yeah it's fucked up dude so all these people killed themselves but yeah it's like you said it's eerie because it's not just like people scattered about like if you organized this many people like in one spot oh my god you look would at, expect look at it. this look at this look at that what? in the bottom corner do you see that which corner the bottom left corner of this photo if you guys are okay. following along with us so if you look at the bottom left corner yeah. and kind of move up diagonally from there yeah the group of three people yeah it looks like a, like a like a, a mom and like maybe a, a two children yeah Dude, like, you would expect something like this to be, like, some mass, like, murder or, like... Looks like they're all doing a sleeping protest. We're going to sleep for peace. Yeah, well, I mean... People are sleeping forever. Yeah, it it looks like... Yeah, like, people were just killed and then piled in there. Or if you see this many bodies, you usually see them more spread out because they'd be running from something. And a lot of them, you can see there are some on the outliers here that look like they may have been. Because yeah. a lot of them were shot down when they tried to get away. I mean, it just seems like that's what's weird. Right? It, like, imagine if you're like in a mosh pit or something like that, or like you're at a concert and everyone's standing shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And everyone decides at one time, we're all going oh, to all, all just like drop to the ground. Like, yeah. that's what it fucking looks like. It's just, ugh, it's weird. So, to, to date, it's the largest mass suicide in history and a terrible reminder of the power of cult personality. Prior to September 11, 2001, the act was the single largest loss of American life from a deliberate act. Shit. And some witnesses have characterized the event as a mass murder more so than a suicide. Yeah. Um, this actually, I don't know if you know this. I mean, I, I would argue so because, like, you would have, you know, Charlie Manson's guilty of, like, essentially murder because of him guiding, you know, the people to do his bidding. Right. So I would say it's kind of like the same thing. Sort of. The incident gave birth to the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. A large vat of the drink, actually flavor aid, was mixed up containing Valium and cyanide, and members began to ingest via syringe, squirting it in the mouths of their children. Uh, oh my god. Um so that's that. Last photo here. Yeah. Before we wrap up this happy go lucky podcast. God damn. This one. Um okay. What do you see in that photo? Very blurry. Looks like a lady or a child, uh, like not of this time, maybe like 70s or 60s or something like that. Um, I can't quite. It looks like a Ferris wheel seat, but there's like a lot of junk underneath there. It looks like someone falling or being pulled or, or, or something like that. I can't quite make it out there it's overexposed <clears throat> this is this is a photo taken by dean coral infamously known as the candy man oh. due to his penchant for handing out sweets to neighborhood children and one of the most prolific serial killer is one of the most pr- prolific serial killers in american history along with his two accomplices david brooks and elmer henley coral raped tortured and murdered a minimum of 28 boys between the years of 1970 and 1973 Fuck, dude, that's like Gacy numbers. Coral was shot dead uh, by Henley, who is currently serving a 600-year sentence in prison for his role in the murders. Shit. In 2012, a filmmaker was granted permission to review his personal belongings, which had never been, uh, which had been dumped in an old school bus. Fuck. Among them, he found a Polaroid of a handcuffed young boy lying on the floor. 
Coral's toolbox of torture implements in the foreground. Oh, is that what that is? Oh, yes. fuck. Fucked up, right? The stomach-churning image is made even more chilling by the fact that no one knows who the child is. And it like may they re- haven't found, like, they haven't matched it to, like, someone on, like, a missing nope. person's Nope, and it didn't match it to any of their current victims, which means that the, and it may mean that there are more victims of the Candyman than the police were aware of. Fuck, dude. Yeah. That's fucked, fucked up, up. right? Like, so yeah, that's my 15 photos of fucking weird, crazy gut wrenchingness. But god damn it, right? Like, as you're reading that, you're like, holy shit, the fucking world's a strange place. Because those, a lot of those photos are seemingly unassuming. Yeah. Some of them are deliberately kind of creepy. But like, a lot of them are just like a guy in the shower. Oh, that can't be bad. What well, looks like a bad photo? Take. What's the yeah. story behind this? Well, that's fucking weird. Because like, yeah, you look at like photos and you never know, like. What happened next? Yeah, that's crazy, right? Well, it's like, it's like I if was... I were to take a photo of you right now, and then all of a sudden a fucking truck comes through the house yeah. and smashes you seconds later. Well, it's like we look at photos and we think... Huge that... truck! <laughs> we it. look at photos and we like think like we can assume things about the person's life uh, before leading up to and after, and it's like you never fucking know. You know, I mean, like think about this. The, um, the government guy, the Filipino... Um, like uh, government dude, mm-hmm. like let's say his assassin was not, did not step into that frame right at that second. Let's say you know he'd already pressed the uh, shutter, you know when the dude stepped out and then like shot him. It's like right. it would just look like a standard birthday photo, right? It's weird, like right? just like any fucking photo in my family's photo album. Yep, you it's know, creepy, right? Like, or you have the, um, what's his face into the wild. Yes. You know, it's like the whole, like, Oh, this is just a photo of, and I mean, like, I'm sure we're like, we, you see that they're like, Oh, this was the last known photo before, you know, the, they got into that car crash or yeah. whatever. But, um, some things are just like eerier, like yeah. never coming out of the woods or like, fucking oh it's the, the last picture isn't even a picture it's a screenshot of a security camera of someone being led away and never seen from again right weird you know and it's like if you think about it like all the fucking memories and shit mm. that like you have like think about someone you have not seen in two months okay okay someone that you have that you don't normally keep up to date with uh-huh. and not, you know, be like, Oh, I had a falling out, but just like, it's not someone that you like see a lot of on Facebook and stuff in a normal sense or whatever. And it's like, what if that person, you just like, you saw them and then like an hour later, like they were dead. Weird. Or right. Something like that, you know, yeah. fuck dude. See, um, you said you have something to kill my soul with before we yeah. go. Um, so remember I told you, I, I watched this like, video podcast thing it's called teach me something mm-hmm. um i think there it was their first episode or something like that but they did a uh, or their first video episode they had on i forget her name but she is a um alternative mortician okay so they were asking her about like you know well alternative death like what does that mean what is an alternative mortician do how's it different than a regular mortician, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So she's explaining basically what it is. It's um, alternative ways to prepare um, a body, or I don't want to say dispose of a body, but yeah, you know what to do afterwards, other than cremation or burial, you know, or different things. And one of them is, you know, they talked about shit like you know being shot off into space mm-hmm. you know talked That's about um in some cultures what they'll do is like in like in the state of california it's illegal to put a dead body out um into the wilderness or whatever to oh. have um like a bear eat like it? a bear or a wolf or a coyote eat it or something like that really you know because she was saying that's what she wants to do yeah but it's illegal yeah in the state of california at least it's illegal oh. um but basically, the idea is like, okay, well, like I'm dead, so let's let animals eat me and stuff like that. Um, 
So another thing too is something there's a practice that's like done in other parts of the world. And we've seen, you know, funeral pyres and like, uh-huh. you know, let's put them out in the open and uh-huh. let them decompose in front of everyone and, mm-hmm. um, you know, parade them around for like a week afterwards. Mm-hmm. And some, in some cultures, they actually will live with the dead body, uh-huh. like not prepared. Really? Like, just like if you were to die and instead of me being like, I'm going to take you somewhere to have you preserved and all that shit, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to keep you like in the house for whatever amount of time. Cause it's like, they're like, want to be like around the person still. And like the person's decomposing yeah. in the house, you know? Mm. Um, or there's like that culture in, uh, somewhere in Southeast Asia where they like exhume the body once a year and like all of them on the same, it's kind of like a day of the dead thing. But like, instead of like, what they do is they actually exhume bodies of loved ones or whatever, and they have like a parade with like all of them and shit like that. What? Yeah, yeah. There's like videos oh of that God. and shit. Um, another thing too that I, I kind of saw that just was from that, not from there, but I, I did some research, and one of them was like, um, in like other parts of the world, they have like professional mourners who like. You'll hire someone. Like if I were to die, is that John Stamos? It would be not, not just like uh, a celebrity. Like oh, like Did okay, Nick now John Stamos. But like imagine, oh my God, he's crying. If it was like okay, Chewie died. Oh shit. Okay, well let's get the funeral going. Let's do this. Okay, the service is gonna be then. Um, I want to get on the phone with um, such and such, and they're like a professional mourner. And what they will do is they will literally like they will be mic'd. Uh-huh. They will be mic'd wearing like a headset mic or, or holding a microphone and they will go in front of everyone and like speak about the person and cry and throw themselves on like the coffin and like crawl around on the ground and be like, why? Part of me really why? wants this. Part of me like, really wants this. And the thing is, everyone knows it's not someone that the person That's knew. what makes it the best is because you're just like watching this guy, you're like, the fuck who thought this but was a like good the, idea the way they like look at is it this is this how he is this, did he want this yeah it's it's like the way they look at it it's like an ex- a collective expression yeah okay you know so it's like if you were to hire someone to play a song at my you know funeral or whatever because you're you. like okay this is what we all want you know yeah um but there's this one that really captured my attention probably cuz it sounds really metal uh-huh it's called sky burial okay Sky burial is a thing. What is sky burial? What do you think sky burial is? They drop your dead body out of an airplane into something? Okay. Like, is that it? Or are you going to elaborate more? That uh, Like, they drop you into the ocean, or they just they throw you out of an airplane? Maybe you explode? So, let's say, rather than dropping you, you ascend. So, they just launch you into the sky? Like, out of a fucking cannon? Now, let's like say... Like a catapult? Let's say there was a natural way to do that. And maybe not a as a whole. They 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 put you in pieces and throw you into the sky. I'm gonna show you a video. Oh no, Chewy! No, I don't want to watch this. Oh God, you're gonna crush my soul. Yes. That's what we're calling this episode. <laughs> soul crush. I'm not gonna lie. This video is very graphic. Oh God. You will see dead bodies. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, boys and girls, we're going to pause the podcast so I can watch this, and hopefully I'll come back and not be crying. This, yeah, it's um, it's called a sky burial. If, you're, if, if you dare, what's the name of the video? It, it's, I found it on liveleak.com. Oh, no, that sounds really legit. And it's called Traditional Tibetan Sky Burial, asterisk, asterisk, graphic, asterisk, asterisk. This is... I repeat, graphic. The people you see in this video are already dead. Okay. Okay, so you're not seeing anybody die, but you are seeing dead bodies, and they're not in coffins. Okay. Okay. All right, we warned you. So So I'm going to pause the podcast. I almost didn't want to watch it, and then I watched it, and part of me is like, oh, fuck, why am I watching this? But, uh, okay. All right, I'm going to get nightmares tonight. Hold on, we'll be back. If you want to watch it, be brave, but... We'll explain what happens. Hold on. We'll be back. Oh, my God. That's not a sky burial. That's bullshit. Subscribe so, for the nice people. All right. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you. What I'm about to tell you is very graphic. 
So, so it looks you, like if it's you're in a weak, small. If you're if you have a weak heart, stomach, have a good week, and I'm, we'll talk to you next time. Because I'm not gonna lie, watching that even for a second time, I'm kind of like, Ooh, oh, I feel man. weird. Which really gets me thinking about the zombie apocalypse okay. and how well right, it would hold fare. on. Let's back up. Yeah. So. These people, by the way, in this video are dead. They're dead, dead, dead. Like they're dead, 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 gone. They're like some of them are purple and, and gray and like dead. So what happens is I've got to describe this to people. It's a small kind of town. It looks like it's in I don't know where. It's Tibet. Tibet. Oh, Tibet. That's right. We said it's Tibet. Um, and these folks, basically what's happening is you see people bringing out dead bodies, kind of throwing them on the ground, and this is so then they start taking like knives to them and like cutting off the skin, some pieces of skin and flesh. Yeah. And then I mean, they and pan they're, out. Just, they're just doing it. They're just the, doing it the way that you would, you know, cut a, a pig or, or anything else. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Like it's not just like, yeah. Okay. Carefully. It's like, okay. Grab a Yeah. All right. There you go. There's a piece. And then they pan over and there's a big group of vultures. On this hillside. And essentially what they do is they let these vultures just loose on these human bodies. Now, there's nothing holding like the vultures away. There's no one keeping them away. They're just waiting. The vultures fucking know. Like, okay, these people are going to put some meat there. And then we're going to go ahead and actually just charge. So once, because what they do is they bring the bodies there and the bodies sit there. And the vultures don't come close. And then, like, the dude comes out with a knife and starts, like, cutting, like, pieces off, I think, exposing the insides. And that's when, like, the vultures go and they um, essentially, essentially what it is, it's kind of like watching piranha, like, attack. That's basically what it looks like, like a feeding frenzy. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh my god! And they just and then they fly away, and then you can see there's like like there's one point where they all kind of start leaving, and you just see these bodies that were I mean they were they were human bodies that were like dead, so they were like thinner yeah. and more gaunt, but that's literally just fucking bones left. Yeah, there's bones, no organs, and there it, it looks it's like just fucking bones, bones and like you know some of the tougher sticking meat, I guess. Oh my god! Like honestly, the only way that's I could not a fucking sky burial. The only way I could a sky burial is like you're launched majestically through the air, or dropped from the fr- through the air to the ground. No, or that's to, to just a death catapult. Or this is not a sky burial. What? Because then some birds fly around with you in their guts and then shit you out. Exactly. That's fucking awful. I'm that's sorry. I know I'm trying to be culturally sensitive, but that's fucking terrifying to me. Like even when that lady's like, "I want to be eaten by wolves," I'm like, "That's you're gonna turn into shit." Yeah. Like as much as like, well, I'm just gonna decompose anyway. I'd, I'd rather have be eaten by worms. For better yet, just burned alive. Nobody gets to eat me. I'm a pile of sand forever. What if? By the way, Matt sent us this comic. Our roommate yeah. Matt sent us this comic. He came in the middle of the video and we're like, "Don't look at this." He's like, "It's relevant." And it's a, a late old lady watching Tibetan Sky Burial on the internet. And she's just looking at it. And she's looking at it. And like then she's close up on her face. And she's looking at her computer screen. And she kind of looks away. And they, they pan out. And it's just her looking at all her cats. Like, it's from oh, Three Word yeah. Phrase. Yeah, which is a great comment. Yeah, but basically, yeah, it just. It's, it provides a little bit of humor to this horrific episode. God, but the worst part was at one point, like, when the vultures start to clear out, one is still, like, pecking at, like, the neck meat. Oh, God. And it makes the them, jaw. And the, the jaw is just, like, like opening a, and closing. The only way I can describe it, and this is fucked up, is like, it's like, that's the only sound that, that makes sense. Do you look at it? But, like. Holy fuck, yeah. If you are if you have a weak stomach, do not fucking watch it. Do Because it is, not. fuck, I had a hard time, and I'm pretty strong stomach. Yeah. It was tough. Now, oh, the my God. I can describe it because it's, like, it, what you're left with isn't quite just bones, so it's not seeing a skeleton. And you see the dead body before, but again, it, it just looks like uh, it, it's weird because it's not like they're not super stiff, you know, but they're also not quite decomposing yet. You know, it just Christ. looks like what you've probably seen in, on TV shows and movies yeah. and stuff like that when someone's yeah. dead and they find the dead body later. Oh, God. Um, but. What it's when the vultures start to leave and you see like the bones with a little bit of meat. The only could describe it is if you want to see what that looks like without watching this video, go to whatever record store you can find and go to the section called C and look for Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. And look at their album art because it's drawn, so it's less, but like it's kind of that weird, like oh, almost. God. 
all bones, but still some blood and oh, meat there. I can't even do this. All right. <laughs> That's fucking it for this time. That's, so what, should we, what, did we, what did we fucking learn? We learned that fucking the Colorado is a fucking scary place. Colorado we learned there's we, we learned one thing this week. We learned there's no hope for any of us. There's no hope Usually for at the end us. I go, but there's some happy... No, there's no hope for any of us. So don't even fucking try. There's, there a creepy, is, no. there's creepy fucking conspiracy theory airports. There's fucking... ISIS taking over all the Star Wars locations. Mm -hmm. We learned about fucking 15 photos of terrible shit that happens in the world. And we watched some fucking vultures eat people and shit them out later. We didn't watch the shitting part, but you know what's happened. And then somebody has the nerve to call it a sky burial to give it some magical name. They probably call it in that village vulture shit death. (laughs) We're too poor to fucking bury you. So we're we're Tibetan. So back into nature with you into the shithole of a fucking vulture. The nice thing that is bef- before we die, we can look forward to at least one glorious trip someday to sunny Cambodia. Oh, let's fucking oh, hope so. Let's pray that somewhere after pro- this, b- after this, you better surprise me with fucking plane tickets when I get out of here. Let's pray that s- program somewhere in this matrix of a world that we live in that someone decided to put a little easter egg called Cambodia where you come and then leave my name's Chewy and I'm Ian all praise be unto the dark lord Kromdar save us Jesus Christ from our horrible horrible sins and watching the sky death (laughs) and as always keep that face because you may not have it much longer it may end up in the uh, beak of a vulture or possibly on the end of the sword of lord death goodbye This is done. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. 